And joining us now is Rented United, Renters United spokesperson Geordie Rogers. Kia ora, Geordie. Kia ora, thanks for having me on. So private landlords in Kainga Ora exempt from registering as property managers. What's the problem with that? I mean, really, the basic problem with that is that these people are providing services to renters, and right now there are very weak um, regulations in place in order to be able to hold, hold them to account. Um, they can continue practising property management, providing properties to renters, even if they continue to abuse the rights of them. Should there be a benchmark? Like, is only one property enough, rental property enough, to force someone to register, or should there be a higher benchmark? One property is definitely a high enough benchmark. When you think about the amount of control that a landlord has over their renter's life, where they can live, how long they can live there for, what standard their rental property is in, when they get visits uh, from the landlord, uh, there's such an immense amount of detail and a power imbalance in that relationship that really does need a code of conduct and it does need a way to hold um, people who abuse that code of conduct to account. Minister said today that private landlords are covered by the Tenancy Tribunal. Is that not enough? So they are currently covered by the Tenancy Tribunal, but in terms of actually getting access to the Tenancy Tribunal, tenants are often working very long hours. There's lots of hours that has to go into preparing a tribunal case. You then have to get time off at work to appear at the tribunal. Even if you win your case at the tribunal, there is no way for you to force the landlord to pay out what you're awarded if you happen to win. Um, And so that landlord can continue being a landlord, never pay up those fines and continue renting out properties. So in terms of actually making sure that people who are flaunting the laws are held to account, there's very little of that right now. And property management regulation is the way to go, as we've seen in examples like RentSmart Wales. So, you know, whenever regulation comes up around rentals, one of the main things that is brought up to push back is that if you bring in too much red tape, people will abandon renting their houses out and there won't be as many properties on the market. Your response? My response to that is your job as a a landlord or a property manager is to rent a property at a standard that meets a renter's right to a decent home. If you can't meet that standard, whether it's because you don't have enough money or you have organised your capital in a way that means you don't have enough cash flow, then that means you shouldn't be a landlord. You can't provide that service. And someone who has the ability to provide that service can step in or in many cases that can go to someone who's prepared and ready to own a home and provide that service for themselves. Supply problems, heat pumps are hard to get by, insulation is hard to lay your hands on apparently. So the government's pushing out the deadline for healthy home requirements another year for both um, kainga order and private landlords. What kind of message do you reckon that sends? The, the message that it sends is Um, If you, back in 2019, decided not to upgrade your house now and instead wait until the very last minute when you have to and just think that there's no consequences for that, um, actually, you were right. There are no consequences for that because the government doesn't want to hold you to account. They don't want to ensure that renters are living in healthy, warm, dry housing. What they do want to do is make sure that landlords are not getting fined. And I think that sends a message to all of those landlords who have complied, who have upgraded their homes and made sure that their renters aren't getting sick, uh, that all of their effort has gone unnoticed. What are the other consequences of not doing it? Because obviously it's called healthy homes for a reason. Yeah. So the reason the healthy home standards came in is because it costs the government around $13 billion a year in uh, health costs 
due to the fact that the standards didn't exist, rental housing, by and large, is of a worse quality than owner-occupied housing. Um, but of course, on the other side of that, it's not just about money. It's the fact that that cost comes from renters with preventable illnesses going to hospital, getting things like rheumatic fever in children or asthma in adults. Um, these are all things that can be prevented and should be prevented through good regulation that doesn't have added delays um, to it. Appreciate your time, Geordie. Good to speak to you. That's Geordie Rogers, who is from Renters United.